Hello and welcome to Flip the Switch. This is the podcast dedicated to the multifaceted and multi-talented. And this is the podcast for disruptors, those that are breaking out of boxes. And today we're joined by a box breaker. <laughs> it's BJ Malenga, MBE. How are well you doing? <laughs> you know what? I'm doing good. It is um, definitely winter. Yeah. Where we're recording in London. Um, but do you know what's funny though? How we reconnected on a sun lounger just a few weeks that's ago. That's it, man. Yeah, sun lounger, <laughs> post steam and sauna. Yeah, it's great. It's, it's, um, I love to see you living life. It's champagne problems is what I say. <laughs> like when you're living and you're able to, to look after your self-care in that way. Yeah. It is, um, problems can, can be solved much quicker and much more. A hundred percent with clarity. Yeah. So BJ... Well, one thing we love to do here is actually get you to introduce yourself. Yes. I know you are someone that has done a lot in your life. I don't know if you found the question of, so what do you do? Quite difficult to answer. Um, so I'm going to ask you it. Yeah. <laughs> Start with the most difficult question first. What Let do you do, PJ? <laughs> um, so the way I've always liked to approach this question is just speak on your truth that's relevant relative to you at that time. So there's some people who know me for one thing and some people don't know me for another thing. And that is A-OK. Um, because if someone's interested in the journey, they will be able to tap in and see a lot more. Um, so currently, the way I describe myself is I am a creative entrepreneur and angel investor. I have been an entrepreneur since I was a teenager and I run two media businesses. There's a media charity teaching teenagers how to spot misinformation and how to become local news reporters giving them a voice and an opportunity to be leaders in their local local neighborhoods. And I also have a media network where we produce original content and put together experiences for creators and entrepreneurs to meet investors. So not a lot. Not a lot, not <laughs> a lot. lot there used to be a lot more. But there yeah. used to be a lot more, okay. Yeah. Well, that's where I want to go back to, I guess, is like the story and where it will start with you having an entrepreneurial spirit. Um mm-hmm. What we know as Super Network yeah. is now, well, it used to be Super Tuck originally. Yeah. Tell me more about that. The two media businesses I just mentioned now, they're called The Student View um, and Blocks the Bags. And the reason I've even been able to be fortunate enough to do these kind of businesses is when I was 14, I created a brand called Super and we created our own tuck shop in the school playground, a way for kids learning business for the first time to make cash and business decisions daily. In the school playground, we scaled it to 100 schools, worked 5,000 students, really enjoyed the process of designing my own curriculum and putting opportunity in people's lap to earn as they learn, which was a moniker that I've always loved um, as a way of living. Um, You know, everyone knows how expensive it is to get a degree. So the opportunity to enable people to commercialize and get paid when working was very important mm-hmm. um and that super tuck brand led me to many different worlds you know influencer marketing i did some stuff in the pop-up retail space um and we came across the opportunity of working with employers and working with brands to upskill the next gen and we've been a training provider for the last couple of years we've created curriculums and programs for various different businesses mm-hmm. um and it's been yeah, really fascinating to find new ways, consistent ways and more immersive ways to help different people do cool things. That's how I came to know you. Um, I put a call out on the internet a couple of years ago. Yeah, I remember that. And I was like, 
don't need to remember which brands your brands were Puma Disney Plus and Rimmel London not mm. Rimmel London Rimmel London was yeah, it was Rimmel London Rimmel London that year the year after with the Gucci McDonald's oh and, nice and Fulham so yeah like over the years I've been fortunate to find and spot talent mm-hmm. in no loads of different ways so yeah they say your community is everything and um yeah super what started out as a a way for people to earn as they learn as students it's mm-hmm. kind of grown and we've helped people earn as they learn in creative disciplines in business disciplines and it's been a really fun journey and um where the brand is at now we kind of power other brands and use the ip in different ways rather than be forefront so it's basically evolved quite a lot and i think you're a really good example of this notion of it's called exploring the neighborhood mm-hmm. basically and it comes up a lot in like the story of pixar and disney which i love because i'm big Disney fan and that's why working on Disney Plus was amazing and I'm really grateful for you for actually us connecting over that it's basically when you like find an idea or something you're interested in and then you explore every facet within it and I think that's what you're really good at and you've ended up evolving everything you do into things that you're passionate about as well yeah can you tell us more about the journey I guess to where it is now is it basically evolving it into things that you care about or like because I guess it's never going to be the same as it was 10 years ago right mm. and then it's got to change I guess with the times yeah how has that kind of evolved yeah absolutely I think um some entrepreneurs and some business owners are lucky that what they do and what they set out to do has remained and has grown but if you look at a lot of innovations in the world you know, you might still have a nucleus of what you set out to do originally, but the businesses that are, have been here for decades, their product line or their service line has evolved. Mm. So I think of Apple and what was a computer has now turned into tablets, phones, mm. headphones, digital subscription services, production company, so much, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and... It's the same with, you know, Amazon. It was an online bookshop. It's now the everything store that has, you know, dark warehouses. It has fleets of cars, yeah. drones. So um, a brand can exist and it's about its, its values and its ethos being transmitted in a lot of different ways. Mm-hmm. So the idea of Super is like an opportunity giver. Um, the opportunity platform is what we were like working on for a while. I think where we're getting to next is we're probably going to be a members club at some point. Oh. Because we've just got such a big yeah. black book of people who've done... As in monetizing that or keeping it as a like free... Because I guess it's now already a community. Yeah, so there's, a lot, of diff- there's, there's a lot of different people who can yeah. pay for different things. So okay. off the back of what you create and the impact you create in the world, you can get opportunities to show up and bring your brand in different ways. You mm-hmm. don't need to do your brand in one way. Yeah. Is what I am... And it can change Absolutely. At any point, right? Do you have a personal purpose? Have you figured out... Do you know, like, the element of, like, what lights you up and gets you into flow? Yeah. Is, have you figured that out yet? I've figured out many purposes of mine. Okay. I think some purposes can be complete and some purposes will go on forever. Mm-hmm. Um, like, some of the purposes that I think I've, I, I had and I really enjoyed at the time, but it's not what I do every day now, was being inspired to have every young person who wants to be a business person have a taster of running a business. That was like a really big driver and it kind of fed into a lot of my work in early teenage years going into early 20s i think right now i'm so passionate about and so inspired at the impact of what someone can have when they 
grow their audience and grow their own voice mm -hmm. as a creator. And I think it kind of falls into the work I'm doing at the charity as we've got young creators coming up. Mm -hmm. But some may never be full-time creators and then also falls into the media network and the stories we're telling, the shows we're creating and experiences we're creating. So I think purpose can be defined and I have defined my purpose a few times in my life, but it can also evolve. I'm never someone who's married to my purpose because I've definitely had different purposes at different points. And there are some things I want to do that I haven't even had a chance to tap into or do just yet. Mm -hmm. um, I am more passionate about values. I think values are like my ikagi, if you want to yeah, pull yeah. it into a framework. So my, my values for me, you know, there's a few things that, that resonate with me, but Love is important. Um, community in action is important. Um, integrity, super important. Yeah. Um, and then there are some other soft values. And I've done. I've actually paid a coach to work on my values, for oh, example, great. to a point where I've got it fed into how I put my strategies for the year, for yeah. the quarter, for the week. And when I come away from it, I'm able to pull myself back. And I'm redoing re reflections on projects or things that I'm involved in. I'm able to just take a different lens. And I'm like, you know what? can I move away from this? Yes, no. And I'm looking at my values and looking at where the values weren't in the project. So it, it helps. Especially it helps you stay, gra stay, gra yeah. stay grounded, doesn't it? Especially because like some projects you do, they um, and opportunities you get, they they may have like commercial opportunities that could change your life, your family's life, or that, that quarter that you're working towards or that month you're working towards. But um, if it doesn't tap into your values, it's such a good way to just be like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna take and say no to that. Mm. How about yourself? Has, have, have you managed to like figure out your purpose? Is that an ongoing question yeah. that you're searching for? It's a good question. I've spent years, I think, masking who I was. Mm. I think that was the key thing that I realized a couple of years ago, like around lockdown time, actually, that I wasn't being myself and I wasn't living to authenticity. And that's when I quit my full time job and went on freelance career. And so that's when I started coming up with kind of core values and ikigai and going through all of that and now I found that they have evolved actually and they keep changing yeah but I just know that all I want to do is help people it's like always goes back to just like the fundamental like I guess vi vision yeah. or ma mission yeah <laughs> one of them <laughs> of just helping people but I, I do try and look at them every day and I know that the path will always change but the end goal will always be there is what mm. i'm finding right now but the life purpose i think that it can really like stop like stop people in their tracks like because it's so hard to be like i am on this planet for this reason yeah. and you can't necessarily define yourself to that one purpose for the rest of your life so it's really nice to hear that it's evolving it's changing you're changing and evolving and it should yeah. which is amazing i also want to bring up how i was watching a really old interview of you yeah <laughs> from man, a long hit time me up. ago i've been putting content out for 10 which plus i love years. you've been the og content creator yeah, from man. day one which i'm all about and um you said a quote about being a doer and many people struggle with being a, um, a thinker and not doing is there any tips for someone that just like has these big goals? Yeah, trying to figure out their purpose and they're holding themselves back. Like, what would you say um, to someone like that? Oh, um, I think success has many fathers, many mothers, many leaders. Mm. And um, I think it's important as a human who is chasing a really big dream to break it down into a few elements 
so I think the first thing is having that that vision of what success looks like. I like the question, what does success look like in five years? What does success look like in one year? And what does success look like today? So breaking it down into those kind of like really big, mm. in a year's time and like today. And just in that journey of that thinking, you're going to actually figure out actually the things I could do daily that could help me to get to the yearly thing that will help me get to the five-year thing. So I like that question. What does success look like yeah. as a framework to just zone everyone in? And then the second thing I'd say is remember that other people walked so that you could run. So we're living in an information age, an AI world, but information age nevertheless, where you can ask Google, Alexa, Siri, really smart questions, really heavy questions, very light questions, and create a bit of a research paper for yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, let's see videos of people that have done something similar or on a path to the thing I'm trying to explore. It might not be in your city. It might be in another country. It might be in another region. It might be in another language. But pull together data that you can go back and watch as content, whether it be videos, audiobooks, podcasts, or books, and build your own encyclopedia of knowledge, like a knowledge hub or a library of content that's you've created for yourself. It's not something you can purchase, like make your own little playlist for yourself to consume. Um, and then give yourself time and empathy. Mm. So it's like learning, like spending time in that research yeah, so phase. Clarify. Yeah. Upskill. Mm-hmm. And then become, <laughs> become like build, do yeah, build and do. Yeah. And I think that's amazing. Cause like even in DJing, like when I DJ, you can spend so much time in the research phase, mm-hmm. but, and it's like getting yourself out of your head and into the doing and just like play, like don't just sit behind your computer. And it is easy to do that though, because it's comfortable yep. and we get so much information now. Um, and it's like what to do with it all, but it's good to know that you just got to take yourself out of that comfort zone and just do it. Yeah. What about focusing? Because you as a person do a lot of things. Mm-hmm. How do you focus? And I think there's always this idea of like not having enough time in the day. For you, like how do you actually concentrate on one project at a time? Like how is it that you navigate your time and your week? The time in a week is something that is um is something that it should be the most crucial thing that you manage. I use something called a calendar. I don't know if you know what that is. I've never heard of that. <laughs> Tell me more. But, um, yeah, no, I think people should live off their calendar a bit more. So obviously leave space for serendipity and moments of just fun. So like I try to have like four evenings a week, if not three, where there's no plan. So if someone does call me, I can, you know, put something in for mm-hmm. tomorrow or I can just go, yeah, I'll come to this event and support. I know not everything needs to be super serious, but you need to intentionally live your life. Mm. You need to intentionally live your life. So I'm a big fan of like time blocking in my calendar zones when I'm going to do partnership work, when I want to do team management, when I want to do legal and contracts, finance, and have these routines set for yourself. It's so easy as a as a freelancer or as a small business owner to throw all the rule books out. But there's a reason that in big companies, they have a, a weekly meeting, you know, yeah. a monthly meeting, a quarterly meeting. These things are there so that you can track and measure and then implement the solutions to things that you're working on often. Mm-hmm. So I highly recommend people time block, yeah. relook at their calendar. I think the other thing is like making a set of questions that you can ask yourself often. So is this working for me? Is this 
it just working question mark is this something that I'm still committed to closing or chasing or making happen mm-hmm. um because sometimes people can um can be so married to the thing that they started out doing that they're not looking at the data that's being presented and the fact that it's not working it's really hard you're stressed you're exhausted and you should just do something else mm. so it's like letting go you know and being agile like yeah, let, like making it. your criteria of what you're going to track yourself on mm. and ask yourself that question yeah it's hard though it's easy said than it's done hard, but, but nothing you need easy to do it. yeah it's true i agree you need to do reviews you need like because mm-hmm. otherwise it's going to be taken out of your own control because yeah. it's like it's blown up so big or it's just blown down so small mm. so it's like taking control of your life otherwise your life will take control for you exactly which is so important and but then when it comes to ideas and as entrepreneurs we have many many ideas and you're the same like there's always a, ma- a new project which i love and i think you're a really good person to talk about this because you manage it really well how do you know when to fit a new idea in as a whether it be a new business or like yeah. under another umbrella and know it's the right time to turn it into something oh that's a that's a very interesting quadrant question that has <laughs> loads of sides to it i think um a multifaceted question yeah for a multifaceted <laughs> podcast why yeah. not i think um one thing that's important for me is you know like what is our undeniable super defensible defensible um thing that we do better than others when you're starting something or an opportunity that you know it just seems too unique to pass up so if i want to open up a music management business or a touring business and i'm working with someone who was touring with bob marley and the whalers and he has that industry knowledge and he happens to be in his 50s um and you could partner and learn with him, but you might have to drive it. Mm-hmm. You may have other things going on, but you need to jump on it. And that's something that happened to me when I was 19. A guy called Jimmy, super dope guy. And like, I'm, I don't have time to wait for this business to finish for me to start this other thing with him. Yeah. So it's circumstantial based on exceptional talent next to you. It's circumstantial based on market readiness. Like sometimes you might have something in the can that you want to do one day. Yeah. And... You're not even ready. Like, whoa, not ready. But however, there's a gap in the market. The, the timing feels now versus what you're hearing. So it might be time to bring someone in and get a co-partner or a few co-partners to help execute if it's going to pull you away from the other yeah. thing that you're involved in that you can't pull away from. So it's understanding your time. Your time, the access you the have timing. to other people's time as well. Mm, yeah. And then how you attack the timing opportunity. And I think the last thing I'll say is um resources matter as well like mm. there's certain things that i'd like to do like i'd love to build like new schools i'd like mm. to build like you know a brand of yachts okay. i'd like to build you know like some i'd like to you know, own a football team yeah yeah but at no point in me going and looking at owning a football team right now based on my income based on my savings based mm-hmm. on the network i have maybe the network is a bit more stronger now than it was 10 years ago but you know these things can factor into things you know yeah part so, of a 50 year plan right <laughs> you know so you might actually need the side hustle to fund the main hustle when you're multidisciplinary, do you then so you're of you focusing on one thing or a couple of things and then you add that second thing or that third thing into it but how do you know about balancing your like looking after yourself like when do you know when to stop 
this has been a journey. Like, okay. I think knowing when to stop has come from just being better connected with yourself and your body and your mind. So I journal a lot. I um I don't work on weekends. I take a lot of time to recover on the weekends. I try to not be doing any emails after 11 o'clock or 10 o'clock because I used to have a habit of doing stuff like really late at night and also early morning. So it's important to make non-negotiable things for yourself and just get better in tune with yourself. It starts with self, thyself for self by self. Mm -hmm. Like you were born and you were, you know, came from your parents, but a lot of the stuff you do as an adult, you know, as a teen is, is with yourself and your mind and it's something that you need to like control or at least be aware of. So, I'd say um, I'd say that it's super important to have more reflection points in your week, in your day. Um, these time periods that enable you to make decisions with confidence. Mm-hmm. I think that that would be what I say. How yeah. about you? Yeah, definitely is. Well, I think I learned it in a really hard way. Really? Is burnout, just burning out and then being like, I need good boundaries, I think was the key for me. Um, so that was a tough lesson that took me a long time to recover from. Yeah. And then, but now I know my boundaries so well that I would never even get close to it. So it's yeah. very, very different now. I'm a big fan of a calendar, like you you were saying. Oh, them things. Love them things, like color coded and religiously sick to it. And to-do list, I am queen of a to-do list. And it's, but it's learning how long you take for each task, which I think has been a really hard learning. Do you know when you're overrunning? Yeah. So I have eczema and my body reacts really sensitively to stress. It's something I've really learned. So if I'm not going to finish a task on a day, for example, my whole body will get stressed and I want to itch myself. Like it's really interesting to learn like how sensitive I am. Mm. Like the task's not going to get finished that day. And my whole body will be like, she's stressed, like kicking to overdrive. I'm like, no, like (laughs) I'm fine. Like I'm fine. So it's like learning more about my body as well. And like how I react. Absolutely. Because stress is like, I think inevitable with what we do. And when we push ourselves so much as very driven people, like it's going to happen, right? So I want to talk about the pursuit of, like we've talked a bit about success and purpose and like the pursuit of like a bigger thing. And super in general has been going for such a long time. Tell me about the hard things with super because it's easy for someone to see your website look at search you up on google and be like this guy this guy's just done it all i want to talk about the hard things and the learnings from it um what's been a big challenge for you with doing it was it a recent one was it was it an initial one yeah Um, look i think look there's a lot of different challenges with building a business um in the community that's going to take you know take you to another level and i think one of the first things being a young CEO, a young entrepreneur is growing up whilst being a grown up mm-hmm. in the workplace. Mm-hmm. So like understanding the power of communication, language, tonality, mm-hmm. discipline, consistency, you know, being a man. Hard learnings. Yeah, being a man of the word. Mm-hmm. Um, so that for me is, um, there's layers there that of school doesn't prepare you for in terms of the soft skills of leadership that I've actively seeked coaching and actively utilized the power of YouTube and a lot of leadership conferences to acquire knowledge and then just figure out what's relevant for my management style 
And then I'll say the the more late, more recent thing, which has been uh, very hard to overcome, but I'm, I'm working on it, is um, dealing with bereavement at mm-hmm. work um, or like really hard subjects. Because like I've now got that about that place where yeah, staff are passing away or mm-hmm. their family are passing away, and it's like how do you how do you show up and support for others when you need a support? But also, how do you put environments and frameworks in where people can be their full self at work, not just on a themed time, like yeah. Black Issue Month yeah, or Mother's sure. Day, but how can they be their full self all the time? Do you um, believe that we can be our full selves at no, I work? think we can be a version of ourselves that mm-hmm. we want to choose. Yeah. But there needs to be an environment that enables you to show up in different ways if you want to. Yeah. And that's a lot easier said than done. Um, but I say those are the two things I've had to like, yeah, really grow through. Um, that I've um, I've been enjoying going through it, but yeah. they've been they've been challenging and tough. Like really big learnings. That, yeah, absolutely. I guess something that happens quite suddenly as well that you're not prepared for. I'm for. And yeah. I guess that's when you learn the most, isn't it? When you're absolutely. not you're not ready for something like that. And on like the subject of learning, um, for someone who is going through like learning journey. Um, we talked about information being free and yep. available, but quite overwhelming. Yeah, absolutely. How, is there any tips on learning a new skill? Like a lot of the people that listen to this podcast are multidisciplinary. They might actually describe themselves though as amateur in certain things rather than professional because they're not confident enough. Mm. And it's like being like really confident that saying, you know, I am a music producer or whatever it is. Um, how do you kind of go through that process? Yeah, I think for me... Um, the process of learning a new skill is one that requires a a sense of curiosity and play. Um, if you're putting yourself through a draconian testing model, you're either going to sink or swim. Mm. And I don't think sink or swim is part of your personal development. It should be the way you approach it. I think there are things you can learn and pick up that may work straight away and things you might learn and pick up that might work after a period of time. Um, so having an empathetic approach to yourself is very important. Number two, I think it's quite important to also have um, that headspace of like, you know what, <laughs> let's go get it. <laughs> and then you build a little framework for yourself. Like a framework could be, I do two hours a week. It might be actually, I do one hour a week and I attend this masterclass. Another framework might be actually, I've done research, I found a bunch of communities and I'm going to find that community where I'm going to learn how to be a better community builder. I'm going to learn how to play guitar. I'm going to learn how to do soccer, like whatever it is. Let me say soccer in a football <laughs> country. But um, yeah, I'm going to go and do X, Y, Z. Mm-hmm. And um, there's different ways you can learn. You know, some people learn by doing, they learn kinetically. Some people learn with you know, alphabets and, and numbers. So you got to figure out in that middle bit, yeah. what is my learning style that I enjoy? How am I going to be more curious? So I'm not just doing the basics. And mm-hmm. what environments can I join that already have courses or communities or working groups that would really give me the insight, inspiration, or the support I need to be really strong in this um, mm-hmm. campaign around this thing I'm learning. And so that all builds your confidence, there. doesn't it? Absolutely, absolutely. Start there and disguise your oyster. Disguise your oyster. I love that. That's a good quote. Speaking of like quotes and just motivating yourself, Sometimes it can be difficult um, to get up and keep going and pushing through. Like we all have down days yep. and it's not always plain sailing. Yep. Um, is there anything you tell yourself 
um, in those difficult times? I think look, it's difficult times is like I'm doing the best I can with what I have. That's mm-hmm. a, mm-hmm. you know, talking to yourself in the mirror, saying I love you like five, ten times, yeah. like breath work, like breathing deeply, twenty five times, ten times, like letting that good oxygen just get into you, um, and journaling. And like journaling. I'm such a big, 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 big fan of getting that those thoughts on paper and if you want just rip that paper up and it doesn't own you no more yeah you know yeah release it absolutely have that freedom from it it's great because it's so nice to hear someone you do so much but you're so balanced which is good and you know you have you're so self-aware of like what you need have to be and that is hard i get lost in the dunya yeah have to be you do you really do and but that's when we see burnout and so many friends and founders i see that are burnt out and they just can't get past it like they do you know the smoke is Mm. there they have no clarity and they haven't figured out the like the boundaries yet and it's Mm. such a process so it's like beautiful to see that you're there i want to know about the future for you yes Um, where's super going like or where are your projects leading to yep. anything that can you unveil anything behind a curtain what you yeah like um, i think i think two things like this business community blocks of bags mm-hmm. is growing and we've got bag drop our pitch night we've got block brunch our day party so expect to see it happening across europe mm-hmm. so we did london with on cans and yeah we're looking at amsterdam and a few more country and you know, capital cities um, as regions to go work in, maybe something in Barcelona, you know. So that is something to look forward to, like the bridging of UK and European entrepreneurs or UK and US and UK and African entrepreneurs. And then the second thing that I'm looking forward to or I'm working towards is opening a youth club. So Mm -hmm. we've just been received funding with the charity um, where we do a lot of stuff in secondary schools, a lot of stuff in colleges, in some 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 stuff in unis and we're teaching teachers now but we've now got the ability to take over their elite youth club and start to work on an environment where teenagers can kind of actually come and work on a podcast a media site or even more content um and get confidence so i think for me expect more more connectivity or as a as the tiktok says more passion more, more passion. energy more passion more energy love that so basically what i'm hearing is bj worldwide on tour yeah we're on tour man <laughs> sounds like, great i've become a nomad this year so yeah, yeah. I've, I've been spending time in in france in netherlands and spain turkey greece connecting with entrepreneurs i'm going italy this month and more next month so there's um there's a lot out there for us to do and connect and there's something beautiful about bringing different communities together you know yeah i love that because that was what my last kind of question was was what do you like to do that you haven't talked about and travel's big right yep. for you you've talked about well-being and balance and i think that's great um but you've been exploring that haven't you this absolutely, year absolutely. like you were telling me a couple of weeks ago about you nomad earlier this year you yep. actually kicked april, it off april april and it's been six months ish yeah, yeah and absolutely. you've been loving it how's it been been good i'm like hmm, don't know if i can do a month <laughs> but <laughs> yeah no, these two week trips these one week trips are, are definitely giving what they need to give and i'm getting a chance to like yeah eat more fresh food like sleep some really good sleep mm-hmm. and more importantly just have new places to be inspired from i think you can only be what you can see is what i believe and on top of that you sometimes need to like expose yourself to new realities for you to like find solutions that you had never thought of before. Mm. So this trip is enabling me to see new places in the world I've not been to. I'm able to like engage and see what the like 
crime rate is, what the wealth is, mm-hmm. and more importantly, just see who they're like their best artists are in those cities and those countries. So I think there's a lot of power to come from putting yourself out there, getting yourself out into some really interesting places. And um, it's just about knowing what your tolerance is. Like, what are you into? Mm-hmm. Are you a music head? Are you an art head? Are you someone who really loves literature? So once you figure out what it is that you are super keen to be involved in, I think that could like act like a, act as a north star, mm. and then just double down, double down, exactly. double down. Amazing! That's such a good way to finish. I think this was brilliant and like super helpful for someone that is trying to be a multidisciplinary. <laughs> Tell us how well we can find you. Yeah, so you can find me um, for all of the youth media stuff at the Student View and all entrepreneurship creator stuff, your parties, block parties um, at Blocks Two Bags. Um, and I'm sure you're going to tag my my personal socials yeah, underneath everything. So, yeah, tap into the communities, man. Like, I think what I like to tell people and let remind people, it's not about me. It's mm-hmm. like I'm just a vessel. Also, like I'm not a solution to everyone's thing. But hopefully, I can connect you with someone who might be. So, yeah, a few people have come before me and said that they might spark the mind that changes the world. Mm-hmm. And um, I'd hope to be a curator and a connector to the people who are making stuff happen in 2023. King Connector. That's what I love. Amazing. Thank you so much. Beep, 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 beep.